are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Form Free Rock Form Cast. Whatever I'm trying to say. I don't know. What yes. What are we doing? <laughs> We're doing, I think it's a show. It's a show? Yep. Oh, man. We're just not twiddling our dingers with this, huh? <laughs> um, I, 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 I guess Dolly Madison wouldn't um, watch us do that. No. Dolly Madison <laughs> but, um, is wholesome. Like this show. This show is wholesome. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We're like apple Plenty pie. Of holes. A la mode. <laughs> Plenty of holes. Plenty of holes. So how you doing, Lee? I'm doing okay. I um I just had a little bit of a drink and I had some tea. So I'm gonna be good. Cool. So uh, anything piss you off this week? A little bit. Um there was a guy um on Facebook who, you know, was saying like Hey, you know, um, you're going to be um, angry at people who don't, you know, answer you the way you want and yawn and blah, 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 blah. And then, but, but it's like, I think he could possibly be someone on my friend list who's going under a different name. But, but you know, that, that it, it annoys me. I'm, I'm trying to promote new groups and things and they're all you don't want to go to the famous groups because you don't have the money and I'm like well I don't have the money to pay for groups that are going to perform crappy (laughs) but I mean I, I definitely have the money to go to shows of groups that I like you know and and so uh, I, I I get I get annoyed at people when it's like they don't want to listen when I want to tell them about the new groups. I feel like taking them and slapping them, you know, slappy slappy slap slap. Slap slap and happy. happy. <laughs> yeah yeah happy, yeah. I'll, I'll be slapping them happy. <laughs> they might like that. <laughs> oh yuck. I'll have to wear barbed wire gloves then. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Especially where I spank them. Yeah. So I was trying to piss you off by saying how good Def Lover Pyromania was, and so did Ralph. But I don't think he's trying to piss you off. But I was. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't... I, I might not have seen all of the posts, but I mean... Well, with with you, you're, you're, you're kind of a... You're halfway between smart and I don't know, but but but, but you know you 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 you're kind of cheeky in a way that I sort of um in in a gritting my teeth way can kind of accept. You know you you you've 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 gotten enough good taste in music so that one little very very glaring error. I can overlook, but I mean, some people, they don't like any good music, so they get me real angry. 
Well, there's like three glaring er errors. One, Bon Jovi. Two, oh, God! Two, Pyromania. And three, the other album by Def Leppard, Hysteria. <laughs> oh, God. And every other album after that that I liked, except Songs from the Sparkle Lounge, which really sucked. But every, yeah, I, well, I haven't even heard X that. By, I love the album X by Def Leppard. That was a great one. I don't care. Yeah. You know what? It was good, too. I would... If we were to get into a debate as to which album I would prefer to hear, Def Leppard, Hysteria, or Bon Jovi's, um... Whatever the name of it is, I, 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 would, I would probably get very, very steaming angry because I, I, I might not want to admit to what I would say. <laughs> well, you did like that Bon Jovi album, so... I, I, <laughs> it's not that I am against the fact that I had to be honest and like one good album by that group. But now everybody's going to be talking about that. Saying, Lee loves Bon Jovi. And it's like, shut up! <laughs> well, you're an honest man. And that's awesome because uh, you honestly said you liked honest. most of that album. <laughs> uh, shut up! <laughs> and we're talking about these days. Go check it out on one of our earlier episodes. <laughs> or not. You can you can skip that episode. Thank you. Hey, you know, but you know what got me pissed this week? What? The Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Oh. Fucking pieces of shit. Putting the hard rock and metal not on, on TV. And then fucking showing Aerosmith run DMC. Fuck, they, they fucking, it was like, I was crying for Aerosmith. But I didn't watch it, but I saw a video. I don't, I'm not going to uh -huh. fucking give them ratings, but I'll watch it on YouTube. Fuck that shit. That, was, that shit was fucking lame. I haven't watched the Grammys since maybe the late 80s. And, and even then, only once in a rare while for like a minute. I, I, I pretty much, when Christopher Cross won the <laughs> best album over Pink Floyd's The Wall... I said that did it. I'm, I'm, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> huh? I'm sailing. <laughs> uh, well, would you believe that later on I actually heard the whole album and I like part of it? It's pretty... I like some songs. I like, you know, uh, Sailing and freaking uh, that other song that was on that album. <laughs> I can't remember. I like Run With The Wind. Yeah, that was, that was a song. Yeah, I like that song. I, I do like that. You know who's but, really... But, I mean, I, I mean we're, we're getting into Bon Jovi, Christopher Cross shit. Come <laughs> on, man. All right, well, I got another gripe about the Grammys. Fuck, they didn't even give a tribute to fucking Neil Peart. It was like, fuck, dude, this guy was... This guy was freaking inspirational. And even the fucking NFL. NFL stadiums during the four playoff games when he died played Rush songs. And then the freaking networks played Rush songs as they went to commercial. That tells you, fuck, he's a drummer, dude. Like, I heard, I heard this, yeah. he's a fucking drummer. But they fucking play, paid, like, tributes to him, you know? Usually they do this for frontmen, not a fucking drummer, dude. That's how yeah. influential he was. He fucking pissed me off. 
Fucking uh, Chandler yeah. was all pissed off about that too, man. And I, I read about yeah. what he said because I don't watch the fucking Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck, fuck, fuck the Grammys. Fucking yeah. That one chick, Billie Eilish, she won a bunch of Grammys, but she did win the award of death. You know what that was? What? Best new artist. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what um, happens? Remember Macklemore? Uh, no. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> I remember when um, Melissa Etheridge and Shanae O'Connor were up for Best New Artist, but they didn't get it. Tony Childs got it. We still know who Shanae O'Connor is and who Melissa Etheridge is. Only I remember Tony Childs. Hey. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge, her first three albums were awesome, and then she went weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a... I like Melissa Etheridge, her first freaking record. We should review that one time. It was freaking okay. awesome. I like that. But, I, uh, next week I, I like do... Somebody Give Me Water. I like that oh, song. That's a great song, man. That's like bluesy, raspy. And then when she did yeah. that Come to My Window shit, I checked out. <laughs> um, I think I checked out before that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like the, the well, I guess the first two albums were freaking awesome. Oh, oh, I also, yeah, I had Brave and Crazy, whatever that one was called. I, I had that one too. That one was good. The second one. The first, yeah. The first one with the red cover and the second one with Brave and Crazy. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. And then she yeah. said, come to my window. I go, fucking shut up. <laughs> I shut you the window. I did let her come in. raspy and freaking great, and then you went fucking commercial. Yeah, I didn't open up the window when she said that. I shut it and I um, didn't didn't listen anymore. Hey, uh, I, I know this is off topic. We're a music podcast, but th this transcends music, man. Kobe Bryant died, man. Do you know about that guy? Um, I know about him. Yeah, Rick, dude, that was like sad because I my my top three basketball players of all time, and they're all tied at number one. It's Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal. And mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant. Oh, okay. And we just lost Neil Peart, and then I lost my one of my favorite basketball players within two that, weeks. That that's a bummer. It was a bummer, dude. I was watching. I got the text. I go, "What the fuck?" And then I yeah. freaking start watching the news, and I'm not crying, dude. I didn't cry like uh, when I first heard the news of Neil Peart. And then they played freaking uh, his uh, Academy Award-winning short, "Dear Dear yeah. Basketball." And it was him yeah. narrating it and showing how he grew up in loving basketball for five minutes. Dude, I fucking the waterworks just started coming, dude. I was like, fuck. Okay. And when I heard his yeah. voice and I heard him talking about his love for basketball, dude, I just fucking went nuts, dude. Oh, a lot okay. of people don't like him because of the rape uh, controversy he had, you know. But mm. I heard a story. Like I said, this transcends all media because I was listening to a political podcast uh, the buck sexton show which is pretty cool that's yeah. political i'm going to tell you guys if you guys want to check him out he's on iHeartRadio. but he he talked about this lady who uh, knew about this kid in the hospital who is terminally ill and he mm -hmm. left the lakers so she didn't think anything would come of it so she, he, she, the lakers are coming to play the phoenix suns in uh, arizona and uh mm -hmm. she uh she wrote that she talked to called the Phoenix Sun say hey this guy this kid's terminally ill and I want uh, I like a Laker like somebody to come visit him in a hospital because he loves the Lakers 
And then she didn't think she'd hear anything about back about it. And then they called her and said, yeah, Kobe wants to come. Kobe's heard about him. He's read about him. He wants to come see him. And so, um, and but he said he doesn't want any press. He doesn't want any public relations. He doesn't want nothing. He just wants to go to the hospital. Yeah. So Jerry Colangelo, the Phoenix Suns owner at the time, sends a, a, a limo with her and Kobe and they didn't tell the hospital or anything, and the hospital's kind of pissed because Kobe's coming in. Nobody told them. He comes yeah. in, and he goes, and he brings basketballs. He signs basketballs. He signs, takes pictures with the kid and signs autographs to him. And they just sat there playing basketball, you know, just calling the cool. back and forth to each other, throwing back and forth. Yeah, yeah and, that's uh, cool. And um, at the end of it, they came in the limo, and Kobe asked the lady, he says, hey, uh, is there anything I could do? Does this kid need money? Is it financially? Is there anything I could do to help him to get better? What can I do about him? I, I got the money. I'll take care of him. I'll do anything he needs. And she goes, well, Kobe, he's too young to have a heart transplant, so he's terminal. There's nothing you could do. And he goes, well, if they need anything, just let me know. I I'm here with them. I'm here 100% for this kid. I'll do anything oh, cool. with them. And then a week later, the kid passed away. Yeah. And they... Uh, the mother wrote a letter to the lady saying, this was the only time in my son's short life that I got a picture of him smiling with Kobe. Oh, cool. And she was saying, she's saying that would meant the world to us, that we got pictures of our son smiling and laughing. That's cool. Because he's never done that before. He's been in pain his whole life. And oh, wow. The lady said when somebody tells her, uh, I don't like Kobe Bryant. He says, well, let me tell you a story about Kobe. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. What a great what a great man. You know, he, he, he did cheat on his wife, but the guy changed his life around. He he went to hospitals with little kids all the time. He, I think he did mm -hmm. 306 Make-A-Wish, but yeah. he never asked for the publicity. He never wanted people to see him doing that. He just did it in the dark. He didn't want it in the light. He didn't yeah. want to do it. That's like, I'm mean, a little biblical. It says in the Bible, when you uh, when you proclaim yourself as like, hey, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. God yeah. says you got your rewards on earth, so your reward you don't get your rewards in heaven because you already said, you already loudmouthed yourself, you know? Yeah. And it just, I'm, I'm a little tearing up right now about Kobe, man. It's, oh, okay. Tonight, they're doing, uh, this is a, uh, Friday night at 8.15. The Lakers are missing a game because we're doing the podcast. But the Lakers, they canceled the game they had between them and the Clippers right after Kobe crashed. In the yeah. But they're having a game tonight, and they draped Kobe 24 and, and 8 jerseys all over the uh, the arena, and they're giving it out to the fans. Okay. That's freaking awesome, dude. I just want, I, I know we never talk about sports, and I don't think you're a sport, much of a sports fan. I do like basketball. You do, is but, and then, and also Shaq. I'm more, I'm more from like 1976 and earlier, yeah. um, you know, um, San Antonio Spurs and um, the, um, oh, you mean the Golden George State Gervin? Warriors. George Gervin? Huh? George Gervin? Um, probably Fing the finger yeah. roll guy. Uh, I guess so. He was out in the San Antonio Spurs. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 um, and 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 even though I wasn't really a big fan of the Golden State Warriors, I did see a game with them and the San Antonio Spurs, and the the group of people who I went with, they were voting for the Golden State Warriors. I was actually voting for the San Antonio Spurs, and I think they won. And so I I'm like um um I didn't say anything to other people, but you know I I um. Yeah. And also Shaq. Oh, I never, yeah. I never heard that man cry. He just lost his sister and two grandmas, and he was talking. He says, you know, I lost my sister, my two grandmas, and now I just lost yeah. my little brother, Kobe. And he says, I haven't eaten, eaten since I heard the news or slept, really, since Kobe lost. Yeah. And this oh, is yeah. Really, he says, this is really sad. We'll be at the Hall of Fame, going to be at the Hall of Fame putting him in there, and we're not. he's not going to be there to joke with me. Like, I got four championships, and Kobe goes, well, I got five, and if we yeah. stayed together, maybe we would have had ten. You know, he's not going to be there. Yeah. I've never heard that big man cry in his life, you know, and mm. it was just, it was heartbreaking, because I love Shaq. Shaq is yeah. man. And then LeBron James on the Lakers, man, he broke down because Kobe gave him his first pair of shoes, you know. Yeah, I do like the I do like the Lakers team. Yeah, so I I I just hope they win a championship this year and they give Kobe a sixth ring to match Michael Jordan. That would be cool. That would be a great tribute to him. Well, um, yeah. Let's get out of this because I'm getting a little sad, but. Okay. Uh, prayer, prayers for the uh, the Bryant family because they he also lost his daughter. His daughter was with him, Gianna, and they also yeah. lost uh, seven other people on that helicopter. So prayers go out to their families and condolences to their families and big yeah. hug Vanessa Bryant and Shaq and and your kids and we love you guys, man. Even though I don't know you, but I, we feel for your loss and condolences to you guys. Well, let's get to some happier news, and let's do this review. We're doing your pick, Stonefield. Yep. Uh, and we're doing the album Bent, their last album from 2019, which isn't too far back. Um, yep. Stonefield are, are an Australian rock band comprising of four Finlay sisters, Amy on drums, lead vocals, Hannah on lead guitar, Sarah on keyboards, Holly on bass guitar. They were formed in 2006 in Atola... Digger Guam, I don't know, a small town in Victoria, I can't even say the name, Victoria, um, Australia. They changed yeah. their name in 2010 and released four studio albums, Stonefield, October 2013, As Above, So Below, July 2016, which peaked at number 19 on the area album charts, that's probably the Australian album charts, Far From probably. Earth, April 2018, and Bent, the album we're doing today. So, yep. uh, how did you get into this band, Lee? Oh, I actually got into them because, um, well, I like to look, I, I, I go to shows, and sometimes when I go to shows in different areas, um, sometimes the clubs give me emails saying this is what's new, this is what's new, and I finally got the app access, which is for tickets, which means that in, in some of the places where I would go to shows, I have to go and get the tickets through Access. Um, it's just um, the way it's done. And so I got that app, and then it also has a bunch of people listed on shows. And then I saw Stonefield, and I thought, hmm, they look kind of interesting. Um, 
and then so I, um, they, it, it had said, I think, on the app that they were playing in Pennsylvania, which, mm, I've been to Pennsylvania, but it's, it's, it would have been about maybe a two-hour commute. It, it wouldn't have been quick, but I looked on um, Spotify, and it said there that they were playing in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn's about maybe an hour um, at the most, but I could do an hour, and I figured I'd listen to them, and I really liked them, and I thought it's it's going to be really cool, and so I I you know I went to their show, and they were really good, and I got to um, meet them and stuff, and and they they were you know nice people, and and I thought wow. That's cool. And they're playing again in February. They're playing um, closer to the end of this month. But I think I'll... I, I, I got tickets and I'm going to go and see them again. And yeah, so um, they're one of the groups that I like to see. There's a few. There's Olden Yoke. There's Stonefield. Um, one group that I really like is called Bright Silver. That's with my old bandmate, Pascal. But they play only in California. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to go to their show. But, I mean, they're also good. If anyone is in California, over by the North Marin type of area, and, and you see the group Bright Silver playing, I'd say go check them out. They're really good. But yeah, and and so Stonefield is one of the groups that I like to see because, like, they're one of the groups that I think their tickets are affordable and they're at the merch table. You can meet them, and they're not like Kiss, where it's like thousand dollar. Um, oh my God, meet and greet, <laughs> um, which which is like. Okay, take a quick picture with us and leave, you know. Um, you know, these, these, um, their Stonefield is, is, you know, nice people. And so, you know, if I get a chance to, you know, talk a little bit with them about music, if, if I get a chance, I'll do that. But I mean, we'll see how it goes, but at least I'll, I'll, um, see them again and, and they, um, when they play, they don't necessarily sound completely the same as the last time. They maybe tune their guitars or have a little bit of a different sound each time. So it's not like going to be always the exact same thing. And so I like that. You know, there's like, three or four different versions of one of their songs on YouTube from different live gigs and from their studio stuff, and they all sound a little bit different. So I like groups like that, I, as opposed to KISS, where you can see 20 different versions of Detroit Rock City done in 20 different areas, and they all sound exactly the same. So, I've never seen you know, this live. I... <laughs> huh? 
I've never seen Kiss live. Yeah, I saw them back when it mattered. Back in, like, 1979. But, you know, I was watching a little bit of a Kiss show uh, earlier today just because I was resting and just wanted to pass some time. And I figured, why not just see what the hullabaloo is with this end of the road junk and so i watched the show which believe it or not was exactly a month from um no a year from today it was january 31st 1919 i didn't dislike it it was fine 1919 or 2019 oh toy 1919 was when my dad was born 2019 <laughs> is when I became um, less dumb, <laughs> but no, um, I in 2019, yeah, and it was okay. I'm glad I didn't pay to go, but I'm glad I invested at least my time watching it. It was okay, but yeah, Stonefield, they're they're really good, and so um, I would say if if they're playing in your area, whoever you are that's watching this, I'd say go check out Stonefield. They're a really good band. All right, man. Well, let's get into this album, Bent, from last year. Yeah. Let's get into the first song, Sleep. What would you think of this one? Okay. Well, before I tell you what I think of it, I will say that that's the first song that they played when I saw them live. But anyway... This is a pretty heavy, thick-sounding song in the beginning, and it sounds more expansive as it continues. It's heavy prog rock, that's for sure. The keyboard work elevates it, so it's not like typical heavy metal, but it has more color to it, and that's what I like about it. This is more of a grower that gets better after I hear it a few times, as opposed to some of their songs which grab me right away. But I dig it. I said it comes in all Black Sabbath-y. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. This rules, and it's and it's chicks, man. It's so cool. Yeah. This is like Alice in Chains mixed with Black Sabbath. Love it. Yeah, this is like Alice in Chains, but with actual Alice in the group. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> which which I, I, I will say, like, for instance... Um, on one of their videos that I saw of them doing live stuff, you see them, and they look like they're, like, um, just coming off of a shopping spree, like, just some, you know, women are like, oh, we just went shopping at Bloomingdale's, now let's go in the studio, and then they start playing, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you don't expect it, but they're, but they're really... They, they can do some heavy stuff. Yeah, they're like a heavy Go-Go's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get into the next song, Dog Eat Dog. Not the Ted Ed Nugent song, but uh, the Stonefield song. What do you oh, think yeah. about this one? <laughs> oh, this is somewhat 70s sounding. It reminds me of the type of thing that might have come out then. It kind of makes me think of the group Boston as far as the music sound, but a way heavier Boston. It's not my favorite song on here, but I don't dislike it. 
This is what I thought. I said, sounds like Deep Purple mixed huh. with Ruka Salt. Cool mix. I dig it. Also, oh, wow. Also has some rush in this. Like, the keyboards sound a little bit like Subdivisions and, and Countdown. Also oh, signals. yeah. I was getting that vibe from it. So, yeah, Progressive Rock. They, 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 ha I, they, they, they have a lot of influence, it seems like, to me. I oh, what yeah. They are. I wonder if we could talk to them and ask them one day. What are their yeah. influence? What are you influenced by? And then they tell us in excess, and then I go, oh. Well, <laughs> you don't sound like in excess, but, <laughs> but I love in excess. You know that. Yeah. And then, well, let's get to the next song, uh, Dead Alive. What do you think of this one, Lee? This is pretty catchy. But it's also heavy, and it has a really good balance of keyboard-style prog rock with an acid-heavy sound where neither overshadows the other but blends really well. This is one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, this band is tripping me out. So it's like Lee like, likes a newer band. What happened there, Lee? Yeah, I, 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 I tend to not know any newer bands <laughs> but but um but no that's why we stopped the newer band spotlight because you couldn't find it anymore and then you come yeah, up with this, yeah yeah i'm glad we stopped <laughs> and then i said um the music is quality and really good and it rocks on this song cool and uh oh wait i said more uh the song is really rhythmic jamming really cool break and it sounds like rush the keyboard's more like late 70s Rush, like Sig like the song Cygnus X1. Freaking huh. really cool. I, I heard that. I heard like Cygnus wow. keyboards in there, and I was like, oh, that's fucking rad. Right <laughs> on. All right, <laughs> then, we, then we get to the next song that you picked called People. So here's People by Stonefield on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Thank you. 
That was People by Stonefield. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? This sounds like a totally awesome German heavy prog rock band. This ranks right up there with groups like Duel. I like the variety in the song. It's one of my favorites. Awesome. I'm getting different vibe from this song. I'm saying it's very doomy beginning, and it hmm. goes all sticks mixed with Kansas. I like it. It's a very cool song. Wow, I like I like what you're saying. Um, when I hear it again, I'll I'll listen to those influences. Well, it's you're... like I hear the the freaking Kansas, dun, 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 and then I hear freaking like. <laughs> Freaking Dynasty Young keyboards, and your Kansas keyboards, and what the fuck's going on here? I'm getting tripped out. <laughs> yeah, you're doing better at um, these reviews at, 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 at doing the review than me right now. Well, uh, different, not not better. I'm, there's no one better than me, but but you're. Oh, that's true. You're my equal. You're the awesome awesomeness. You're, right. you're also you're, you're you're also doing awesome tonight too. All right, thank you. And then we get because I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> well, 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 um, well, other, well, I, I'm not one to complain if people don't fucking agree with me. <laughs> but, fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, other than that, I mean, still, you're, you're, I like what you're saying. All right. Yeah, because I'm agreeing with you, fucker. <laughs> hey. And then we. Yeah, you, 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 you caught me while the drug is still. Um, um, before the drug wore off. So, so as long as we finish this review before the drug wears off, I'll still be happy. All right, and then we get to the next song called Route 29, which you uh, pick. So here's Route 29 by Stonefield on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
That was Route 29. Why'd you pick that track? This is like something Aldo Nova could have done, but Stonefield does it 100 times better. Wow, if this song was around in the early 80s, Stonefield would have been massively huge. This is a great song. It's up there in my top favorite Stonefield songs. It's wonderful. Yeah, I went Canadian too. You said Aldo Nova. I said starts out like an 80s Loverboy keyboard intro and keeps huh. it going throughout the song. And I like Loverboy, so this is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. I like some of Loverboy, but let's not talk about that, please. <laughs> Turn me loose. All right, and then we. Yeah, did. I do like that song, but but I know we. Do I don't want to keep admitting album. it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next song, which is '66. What do you think about this one? This reminds me of Tony Camilo's Bazooka. They were best known, or only known, for their song "Dynamite," which was a massive hit back in the '70s. This song sounds like a heavy synth metal prog version of that. There's a part inserted somewhere in the middle that sounds a little more like German heavy prog. So that was an interesting kind of musical cut and paste they did. I did this tune. Really cool. Yeah, this is like a mostly instrumental song. The keyboards is really good. And the band is kicking in hard, man. Great freaking song. And they're freaking very, very, very good. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm like a little buzzed right now, so I'm saying very, 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 really, really, really good. <laughs> well, that's cool. You you could have been on the show Green Acres. How are you doing, Homer? I'm Green feeling very, 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 Alright, and then we get to the next track, track 7, If I Die. What'd you think of this one? This is a really original sounding song. And it has all the elements of great prog rock. But it sounds like no other group I know of. I love the melody and the rhythm changes and everything about this song. Number one for me. Oh, God. Well, you know, you keep saying prog rock, but I hear Pink Floyd in this song. It's like oh, yeah. Lloydish with a, and they have a lot of different influences on this record. I I'd like to ask them what other influences because I'm hearing Rush, Loverboy, Pink yeah. Floyd, all this shit, man. It's really cool. I think Terrence would dig this album, but I don't know. Yeah. That guy's weird sometimes. <laughs> I love you, Terrence. <laughs> yeah. If right. I um, if I am able to, like, ask the members of the group doing like a like a three-question quickie interview, I'm sure that as long as it didn't take more than a few minutes, they'd be cool with it. Cool, and then we get to the next track called uh, Dignity. What do you think of this mm. one? Even though this is a short song, I really dig it. It reminds me of French-Canadian jazz prog rock groups from the 1970s. This song makes me feel good. Yeah, it's another cool keyboard intro and Floydish again and a short little instrumental. I liked it a lot. Yep. Really cool, man. This band is really good. Thank you yep. for turning me on to this shit. Oh, sure. And shit. I mean, shit isn't Well, no, no. Um, it's, it's, it's like I... I, um... 
I wouldn't start of a haiku. It went, um, next time use some sense. When I say shit, I mean weed. But this is good turd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the next Well, track. well, uh, uh, I, I, I kind of uh, got a little gross there, but I mean, hey, you know, um, um, what, what, what's a little bit of grossness? Um, hey, why not? It's the 70s. <laughs> All right, then we get to the next track, track nine, Shut Down. What do you think of this one? This, in my opinion, clearly is a filler song. To me, it sounds like it was meant to be filler because they needed to do one more song to make enough music to fit the requirement for how many minutes of music should be on a, still, on a CD. Still, I don't mind it at all. Even though technically I recognize it sounds like a filler track, I could play this several times over again in a row and not be annoyed with it. It doesn't work against me in any way. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I guess that's true because I said, like this track, it has a lot of musically going on in this good song, but maybe it is a filler because I didn't really write too much about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't fill up with with grinding. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fill the filler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the last track, which you picked, called Woman. So here's yep. Woman on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Stonefield.
That was Woman by Stonefield. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Powerful, futuristic-style, heavy space rock. If Roger Powell and Hawkwind collaborated around 1976, I could imagine them sounding like this. A really good tune, and it's original sounding. I haven't heard anything quite like it before. Thumbs up. Yeah, uh, cool song. Haven't said this during review. This band can play. I love the vocals. It seems like the band I could dig for a while. And check and uh, and check them out live. I think I would like to check them out live, but they keep playing on days I'm not off. Um, yeah. Great album. A lot of 80s, 70s feel with some Rush and Floyd influences, I think. I suggest you. I, I suggest the fans of this show check them out. They're really good. Oh yeah, and the members of this band are Anne Findlay vocals, drums, Hannah yep. Findlay guitar, Holly Findlay bass guitar, Sarah Findlay keyboards and vocals. Yeah, and I don't know if they charted anything on here. I think that one of their albums did chart in Australia. But yeah, I don't think we said that earlier. Yeah, but but I mean the way charts are nowadays, I would say if if a group um, sells one thousand copies of their CD, and the only other group selling anything sells two thousand, then the one that sells one thousand is considered the number two bestseller in the country. So you, you you know the 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 way that music industry is now, uh, it's it's not like it used to be, but I mean I still think though, it's neat. Like, um, I was able to, you know, go to the show and then, and then meet all of them, and that that's some that you couldn't do back in the seventies. I mean, you might, well. If it was a club group, yeah, but I mean, back then, I didn't really go to clubs, I I went to, I saw Kiss, I saw Van Halen, I saw Genesis, I saw Rod Stewart, and um, like that, but they were like big major gigs, but I didn't get a chance to meet any of them, but um, you know, I... I, I did go to see the Sons of Champlin, um, and I got to, you know, I actually eventually met most of the original members of the group. Um, um, one guy, I, I actually hung out at his house. He was really cool. And another one I talked to when I saw him outside the library, and, and, and the guitarist remembered my brother Steve, um, which I thought was really cool. And I I met Bill Champlin. He was, he 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 lives in Chicago. He's the guy who sings "Hard Habit of Break." You know, he, he he was a really cool mellow guy. So you know, I got to meet some people like that too. But yeah, I I do like shows where it's it's not just you 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 pay like two hundred dollars. Um, to see a show and then afterwards you know um can't even meet the people you know i'm not saying that it's a requirement to meet them but i mean if i'm going to go to a show i want to at least have 
have it be a show that that's going to be more like a real live show as opposed to um you know cut and paste stuff if you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah well i'm going to a real show tomorrow i'm going to see night ranger oh yeah never got okay. to see that band i've loved that band since 1984 since the midnight madness album and I went back and got Dawn Patrol, which I'm absolutely in love with. But I have one thing to wow. say. Although I absolutely love everything they've done in the 80s and, and 90s, the last four albums they have done is harder, less keyboardy, and fucking riff, riffage for days. Fucking just rules. Well, I personally, um, a, a lot of people might get not too happy with me for this, but I, I think Brad Gillis is a better guitar player than Randy Rhodes. And um, he, he did much better when he worked with Ozzy. That's just my opinion. Well, but but I, I, I think Brad... The Devil album is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's a fantastic guitar player. I'd, I'd go to see him. All right, man. Uh so next week we're gonna do a Prince album with Vincent Cavanaugh. Oh, uh, cool! And I asked him, Lee, if Purple Rain was the one he really wanted to do, and he said he would get back to me. I gave him till Sunday because he texted me today and says, "Oh, I won't be able to make the podcast tonight. I have uh, stuff going on because I have stuff uh, maintenance men in my house." I go, dude, we're not doing that till next week. He goes, woo. <laughs> goes, oh, okay. That's good. And I said, well, dude, you still haven't told us what album you were going to do, and we wouldn't have been ready for tonight anyways, so you have till Sunday to give us what Prince album you want to do. He's going between the 1999 Prince album, Purple Rain, and the Batman soundtrack. So oh. I let him decide. I didn't uh, push him. Okay, Lee? Oh, okay. Well, okay. um... It's still Prince, so it doesn't matter to me. You know, I I, I, I would I, I, I would have preferred to do Sly Stone, but that's just me. Well, we could do that. You could pick one of those Sly Stone albums later. Oh, okay. If we can do that later, then yeah. I mean, if if I were to pick the the Prince album, I guess I would have said Batman only because I don't know any of the songs on it. <laughs> um, and also, you know Sly Stone. You know that Jack Blades played in the family Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, that doesn't sound right. He did. It's in the song uh, from Night Ranger, Growing Up in California. How he he uh, played in a funky band, the Family Stone. And then I looked. The song was autobiographer about he played them, and then he started his own rockin' band, which was Night Ranger. Or, uh, but but he didn't play with them, did he? He played in them. He played bass. Uh, that sounds like, like, like Neil Diamond played in uh, Anthrax. It doesn't sound right. Let me check just to make. But sure. I'll, I'll I'll look I'll look myself. I'm doing it right now. It's just so weird. He would have been two years old. Weren't they from San Francisco? Yeah. Or it's something. Let's see. Former Sly and a Family Sto Stone saxophone Jerry Martini formed a bank funk band, Rubicon. Okay. He he was in with Jack Blades on bass, fellow future Night Ranger member Brad Gillis on guitar, 
Rubicon recorded two albums in 20th Century Fox Records. So he wasn't in Sly and the Family Stone. He was with the funk. He formed a funk band with the Sly yeah, and Rubicon. Family Stone. Jerry Martini. Yeah. That sound better? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I never heard Rubicon, but I heard they're pretty damn good. Um, I used to see the album. I, um, I, I know someone who, who did hear them, but, but yeah, um, if you can find the album, once in a while you can still find it. It's, it's, you know, but yeah, but you have Sly and the Family Stone. He would, he would have probably been about four years old if he was on bass on that album. True. You, you know, he, he wouldn't have been, he, he couldn't have been in that group. Unless it was like their very, very last album or something. Maybe. Well, you can see that, yeah. But uh, yeah. let's get into our uh, tracks of the week. You picked Fleetwood Mac, Danny's Chant, which is I liked. I thought it was pretty cool. Yep. And then I just went for a rocker. I did Velvet Revolver, Do It for the hmm. Kids. And then we hmm. got, and then we end it with one of your songs called Pumpy Pumping, which is an instrumental, which is Puppy pretty damn pumping. good. Puppy Pumping. Puppy Pumping. What the hell did you get that title for? Why is it called Puppy Pumping? <laughs> did you see two dogs <laughs> pumping on each other? fun. Like... Here we go, puppy bumping, da 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 like, 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 like a little kid thing, like, hey, little puppy, do you want to do some bumping? <laughs> now, that sounds a little bit weird. Yes, but... <laughs> but, 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 I mean, I, 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 I liked it. I, I wanted to go for the cute and weird at the same time. And there's no lyrics. I was expecting to hear, I'm pumpy pumping. I go, I hope he doesn't sing he's pumpy pumping. But actually, it was an instrumental. So, <laughs> yeah, you're pumping the I, keyboard I, I like a puppy. That, I, I figured that I wanted to, to save the listeners from hearing my not-so-tuneful voice this once. All right, man. So here's the tracks of the week. Fleetwood Mac, Danny's Chant. Velvet Revolver, do it for the kids, and Lee's song, Pumpy Pumping. And uh, uh, next week, Lee... <laughs> the way you say it sounds weirder, but I like pumping. it. <laughs> and it's, it's one it's, word, it's not divided, so it's Pumpy Pumping. Puppy yeah, pumping. You, you you got it! You got it when you said it like that. Alright, Pumpy Pumping. Puppy pumping. Cool! Say Pumpy Pumping nine times in a row. Puppy Pumpy 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 I can't do it. <laughs> Alright, it's a tongue twister, man. All right, yeah. until next week, Lee, say goodbye. Goodbye. All right, man, take it sleazy. Bye.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.